social and cultural changes that have occurred in the last 60 plus years. I'm your host, Natalie Wekeser. Today we'll be talking to Cynthia Hill, a Las Vegas local who lived there for almost 50 years. My name is Cynthia Hill and I'm from West Wego, Louisiana, just across the river from New Orleans. It, it was very down to earth. We were poor. My dad always worked, and we lived on the street where all the kids knew each other. We all went to school together, and we played outside a lot. And I don't know, we all was really good friends and looked out for each other. It was, it was a good time. And I had a lot of cousins. My grandma lived around the corner. I mean, I had a great childhood. When when I got old enough, you know, we all used to go roller skating together. Um, we'd find a ride somehow. My uncle had a cleaner's, the Wego cleaner's truck, and we'd all pile in the back, and we'd already have our skates on when we got to the roller rink. And her dad would pick us up, or my dad would pick us up, or sometimes we'd all go to the movies. Then when we got a little older, we went to the dances. They always had uh, live music. None of this uh, disco, DJ, live bands, and we danced every song. People there like to dance, and they like to party. I think I still have some of that in me here. <laughs> I went to high school on my side of the river from the city, uh, West Jefferson, and um, I had to ride a school bus to go to uh, high school because all the kids that lived in my little town, it would be like Henderson, and they would take you to Vegas to go to high school. And that was, we all rode the bus together, all the neighborhoods, so that was cool. I bought a car. I used to pay $40 a month. That was really hard. <laughs> and I worked for a record distributors, and I loved that, working for the record companies. And uh, I made $1.25 an hour. And after you were there a year, you got a nickel an hour raise. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> But I managed, you know, it was fun because we got free passes and tickets to all the groups that came to the city and we get to hear, you know, go the groups and, and I, the latest and greatest records come in and I had all of the records. It was vinyl. It wasn't uh, CDs or eight tracks yet. <laughs> The first time Cynthia traveled west out of Louisiana was when she moved to Las Vegas in 1969. In uh, 1969, I moved here, <clears throat> and um, we traveled in a 1963 Chevy, no air condition, but we got here in January, and I actually thought this was the coldest place on earth. Because in Louisiana, you can run the air conditioner on Christmas Day sometimes. And I didn't really have a heavy coat. It was freezing here in January. And I remember that first year I drove up to Mount Charleston, the snow was higher than the car. I don't even think they get that much snow anymore. That was something else. It was an experience all new to me. You know, I had never seen a cactus. I had never seen a cowboy. 
I was that was downtown one day. I was like, that guy has a costume on. It was a cowboy, a real cowboy. The valet guys, you know. First time I came to town, I told the guy, can you park my car? Can you park my car? That's how I talk. I didn't say car. I said car. <laughs> so the guy goes, could you run that by me one more time? And they all thought I was from New York. Because my, my English, with the, with the Cajun and the French and trying to speak well, it was hard. <laughs> I tried to pronounce my words, and I do better now. But I don't lose my Louisiana accent too much. You think? <laughs> a big thrill for me was when we, my parents came and we went to California and I got to see the uh, Pacific Ocean. I, I was in awe. And the Hoover Dam. I studied that in my geography book in fourth grade and could not believe I was there. It was really cool. It was, I'm glad I came this way. I, I mean, I'm not, I love Louisiana, but I don't, I go there to eat. I, I like living here. It's awesome here. I said, well, I'm going to have to get a job because I was a single mom. So I joined the union. And I got a job in a little place next to a Circus Circus. They sold liquor. And they had a couple of rows of slot machines. So it was a job. I was happy. And then after that, uh, the Marina Hotel opened. And I... No, I went to um, Howard Johnson's first when it opened. Then we all left Howard Johnson's, all our little friends there, when the marina opened up, which is where the big MGM sits now. And that, we all got laid off after about four weeks. They, they, they just overhired, maybe. And then I got a job at the Horseshoe Hotel. And I stayed there 20 years at Binion's. That was a ride. That was... I seen it all, I heard it all in that place. A lot of people from all over the world, you know, I, I just met a lot of cool people. I worked with some awesome people. And um, we had fun, you know, we were all single. It was a party, we'd get off at two o'clock in the morning and primp up and go to the clubs, the discos, and we danced and we'd go out to eat. We'd get home, we'd try to get home, get home before daylight. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. Went to a lot of parties. And um, we worked hard. We made good money, but we worked hard. And we, I personally always gave good service to the customers. I worked Kino. I worked, I worked all the stations. Craps. Uh, 21. Well, yeah, I worked the World Series of Poker when there was only nine games. That's the original World Series. And it was jammed. It was tight. I had to go through the tables, and all those guys just were great. You know, they, they were good, and they were characters, though. The cigars and the, uh, the cigarettes, and bring me an aspirin, and hot tea, turn it twice, two, two honeys. I mean, like, yeah, I was like, okay, turn it only twice. Okay, I can do that. You know, it was just stress, stressful to do those guys, but you knew you were going to get a good tip. So, I made good money that time, too. Cynthia has many stories about working in the Horseshoe Casino, in one of which she mistakes Mr. Binion, the owner of the Horseshoe, as a customer. One time, I, didn't, I was new. I didn't know who he was. And he came up behind me. I was at the restaurant window, 
And I go, oh, sir, you can't get a drink here. This is a service window. He looked at me. He says, yes, ma'am. And he went down and sat in his booth. And the bartender's like, no, no, that's Mr. Binion. And I went over and apologized. And he goes, let me tell you something, ma'am. You know, he goes, you were doing your job. Oh, I said, thank you. I was so nervous. I'm sorry. I didn't know who you were. He goes, that's okay. <laughs> well, one time I was standing by the bar, and it's way in the back. It was kind of dark. And they used to have this beautiful round mirror, and they had like a little fountain thing that came out, but it was no water in it. And when it was right next to where I was standing working, and I looked to my right, and this guy is peeing in the little fountain thing he thought he was in the restroom and he was talking to himself in the mirror I went oh god so I tell the bartender you got to do something I go this just can't <laughs> call security <laughs> it was it was weird I've seen people fall I've seen people get drunk I've seen uh, <clears throat> people dressed every kind of way I mean it was like the subway people were moving and going and People drank a lot back in the 70s. I mean, it was, they, they just wanted a lot of drinks. <laughs> I don't know. Bet a dollar, get a drink. Bet a dollar, get a drink. I mean, it was, they gave away a lot of drinks back then. Now I think it's a little tighter on the drink thing. The casinos, it was people who came, gamblers, the women dressed up. Um, they paid, you know, what, where you want to eat, which you need a rum. Because the people came, they were gamblers. The poor people didn't hang in the casinos. And I think the the the, the pit bosses and the casino people, managers and people like that, I mean, if you knew the guy, I knew a guy who knows a guy, you know, that kind of thing. Well, you walk in, and my friend's husband knew the guy in the pit. And he'd go, what y'all want to eat? Never paid for a meal, and we never we never gambled either. I mean, her husband gambled, but we didn't. We just ate. It was all good. Now everybody can come here. You can just walk on the street and hold a sign or something. I mean, I put a costume on. It's it's just different. It's still fabulous, Las Vegas. Always, just more of a different mixture of people. I think are coming. P yes, people come with their families. Uh, look at the. Uh, Treasure Island and the Mirage has the tigers. I mean, they 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 cater a little bit to everybody now, which that's what they wanted. People come with their families. The strip was much smaller when Cynthia moved to Las Vegas. She used to be able to hang out downtown and see shows without all the crowds that occupy the strip today. We used to hang out on the big strip. The Flamingo, the Desert Inn, the Sands. I used to go to all the low shows. Now, I don't even go to the Strip. It's too much. It's just too busy. And the hotels are just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. It's just packed. But I've seen all, I've seen all the Lido, the, um, what was the other one? I saw the uh, girly shows. Uh, Showgirls. That really impressed me when I first came here, to see that sh those girls with no tops. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I was like, I had never seen nothing like that, you know. Fremont Street was, the cars used to go back and forth. They didn't have all that, the, the 
experience, whatever they call it now. And people still walked. You know, the sidewalks were packed. The casinos were all packed. It was all gamblers, not just a bunch of kids who wanted to come drink beer. It was gamblers. Downtown is where Binion's was, the old little Fremont Street. And that used to be really the heart of town. I mean, you could go shopping there. They had Woolworths, uh, Pennies. That was the police department. Everything was right there, the post office. And the, the, the community wasn't all built up like it is now. And then the Las Vegas Strip, I mean, they had little motels, gas stations, a few little clubs. And when you got to a hotel, you just parked out front and walked in. It wasn't crazy like now is they're on overdrive now here. <laughs> As the mid-70s rolled around, a familiar sight popped up in Las Vegas, and Cynthia couldn't get enough of it. When they opened up a roller rink here, it was, it was the 70s. Maybe 73, 70, maybe 74. And they, these people from Texas came here and opened up a rink, and I swear, I was there almost every night. The music was good. I always loved to skate. I skated when I was young. And then they moved into a bigger rink, and I would go roller skating over a disco or a dance hall any day. It was just my thing. The big roller rink was in uh, the commercial center, the old commercial center, and um, all the kids were there. I'd go there with my son, and he played hockey, and we knew the people at that owned it, and we had birthday parties there, and that was, that. I did that for years, till I married Joe. I had a wonderful husband, and now we were doing other things, camping and hiking, and we volunteered out at Red Rock Canyon. We led some really uh, nice people on hikes out there, it was fun. Cynthia reminisces about her life in Las Vegas, loving the place she has lived for most of her life. I, I wish I could remember everything. I, I really do. It's, you know, 20 years there every day almost. The only thing that's really changed, it's all about the, the bling and the... They just can't stretch it out any further. It's blinged out to the max. But um, it was just simpler back then. The roads weren't all crowded. We didn't have all the freeways. Um, the traffic annoys me, but I still love it here. It's a good place to live. And the weather is perfect. And that's why everybody's moving here. You know, they're, they're freezing back east. They're flooding everywhere else. So why not live in Vegas? This has been It Was a Different Time. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at It Was a Different Time for photos of our guests and information on upcoming episodes. Also, check us out on itwasadifferenttime.wordpress.com for episodes and portraits of all of our guests. I'm your host, Natalie Wekeser, and thanks for listening.